Hey, flippers and bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Mumps podcast. Uh, what's this show about? Two guys trying to make some money, the flips to make them that money, and the bumps they face in the road along the way. I don't remember how to do the intro, so here we are. Uh, you want to email us to the podcast? Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Ask us questions. Maybe record the beginning of this podcast and remind me how it goes. Also, follow us on Instagram at flipsandbumps. Lots of pictures. Lots of goodies over there. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm adding more stuff. I'm uh, showing you some sold comps, some things that I'm selling, how much I paid. How much... We're, we're doing a lot of stuff over there. But most importantly, just listen to this podcast. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandwumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which I believe also includes YouTube. YouTube.com slash at flipsandwumpspodcast takes you to our channel where you subscribe, where you turn on those notifications, your scroll notifications, and, uh, and leave a review somewhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, xpage.com slash p slash podcast slash f slash flipsandbumps slash flips and bumps podcast slash html wait dot html oh i gotta say it all over again oh well you get it and geocities don't forget geocities anyway we'll get to it guys there's two of us on this show and we don't call each other anything anymore we barely talk as it is i'm the host of this show my name is sasha i'm your favorite novice clown and i'm joined by my dear friend he's the video game whisperer it's the whole flipping show. I'm going to look him right in the eyes. He's Pee-wee. <laughs> Top five intro of all time. That was, that was nicely done. I forgot where we are. I'm very warm. I'm, I feel overweight. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> How you been? Good, good, good. Glad to be back. Listen to last week's episode, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're back. I'm supposed to be in top form. We are two weeks away from our Christmas show extravaganza. Me and you doing another podcast on Christmas Eve or day or whatever it is when we're recording it. Can you believe we've done multiple at this point? (laughs) And we continue to do them for some reason. All right, good news is we're going to bring it down low. We're going to bring the expectations as low as we can get them now. And then we're going to kick them into hyperdrive as soon as December 24th hits. That's right. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. And you know that's a lie. I barely made <laughs> the notes for this show. I was going to say, do I need to prepare intro. anything for that? Is that our year-end show? Or is the no, following no, no, week I... the year-end show? What What's the year-end show? What does that mean? Are we doing like a... Be- that's New Year's Eve. Are we recording an episode the following week on New Year's Eve? Oh, wow. We're hanging out New Year's Eve, aren't we? <laughs> In my studio? You want to just do it here? No, I believe we're hanging out at my house. Amazing live episode with our wives and friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and cheese. I believe and there will cheese. be cheese. Yeah. Um, Pee-wee, you're good. I know it. I could tell by looking at you. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling saucy. You just want to go? Let's just start this yeah. show. <laughs> Get it going. I haven't watched movies. I haven't done anything. <laughs> what else would we talk about? I got nothing. I am on the clock, and if you are new to this show, what that means is that I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping-slash-reselling world. And when I am done, Pee Wee will have his opportunity to do so himself. Will he listen when I talk? Will I listen when he talks? Those are things, those are questions I can't answer. But 
it doesn't even matter because one of us gets to talk and then the other one. It's very it's an interesting segment, if you ask me. You could say nothing the entire time and we'd be like, that's the segment. That's like how we drew it up. <laughs> Honestly, that usually is the segment where I don't yeah. say anything the entire time. Yeah. No, the so. segment is this segment's not for us, it's for our listeners. It's 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 fine. It's it is. Love what the it listeners. Is. Listeners listeners make the show, by the way. Every time we get a comment, Absolutely. every time we get an email, every time we get something, it really uh, motivates. No, 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 we would be doing a lot better <laughs> if it motivates. But it like makes me feel good. Okay. You know what I mean? I live in a in a world of ups and downs, Pee Wee. And anytime we get any sort of communication, especially from any of the OGs, uh, it's it's very much appreciated. Okay. And since we're coming up on the end of the year, I will just say. Oh, I guess Thanksgiving, I should have said it for that. But I am thankful for all you people. And uh, I guess this will be day two of Hanukkah or day three of Hanukkah. I, I don't know. I don't know anything. The world's all over the map people. today. All over the map. And let's start over here. Uh, I did something new this week uh, with my listings. I started listing stuff. And that's not the new thing. Uh, but <laughs> when I was listing, I have decided to start accepting returns, which is something that I never do. Okay. Especially with clothes, especially with whatever, and uh, and I decided to do something. I said, let's let's just give it a try. It's the end of the year, give it a whirl, you know. Uh, and well, I started accepting when you... returns. However, buyer pays the returns. Okay? okay, I'm not paying for your stinking return. You want to return it? You're lucky. I'm even offering you the chance to return the item to me, because I know when I put an item in my store. French kiss, chef's Goodbye. kiss, top notch quality product or whatever. It may not be good. And then you could fight that with eBay. But I'm just saying I'm kind of giving the opportunity to the uh, buyers, which I'm hoping gives them a little bit more confidence going, oh, well, if I don't like this, I guess worst case scenario, I will have to send it back and pay for it. I don't know. What do you think about that? I know you offer returns. Is it on everything or everything? Yeah, every honestly, if you combine your store with my store, like the policies of both, we will have like an extremely top-rated seller account um, with your with my ability to accept returns and where I pay for shipping on the returns both ways, and your ability to accept and deal with offers. Yeah, Be, it's interesting that we just choose our that's, own things. right. That's where we yeah. that's where we uh, draw our line in the sand. Yeah. Um, returns, it, honestly, it's probably the same. Like the I don't do offers because. The I don't want to deal with people not paying, right? Me then sending an offer, me accepting or countering and going back and forth. Finally, we agree on a number, and then they just don't pay. I don't want to deal with that. How often would you say that that happens? That they just don't pay? Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems to be happening less, and I okay. want to say that's because of eBay's changing the rules oh, and sure. changing that kind of stuff where you have to put your information in to buy certain items. Okay. I've noticed that it started happening now when sometimes I'm – accepting an offer or people accept my offer i don't know which one it is uh but the, like the payment kind of goes through almost immediately not immediately but like a couple seconds later or whatever so okay. you're like oh i guess it really is working so i do feel like that's going away a little bit okay uh, but it still definitely happens but, it's not enough to bother me though like once a week like once a month no no probably let's say two times a month Two t- okay, two times up. So not yeah. really worth the hassle, or not uh, not a hassle enough that it would that it should not deter me from doing it, even though it does. Um, I would say the same thing with accepting returns. 
you don't accept returns. Uh, you don't pay. You don't accept for returns and have the buyer have do free returns where you pay for it because you're afraid of somebody like abusing that system and really buying your entire store, having you ship everything to them, and then them wanting to return everything. Like that's the extreme. But you don't want to pay for those the, those numbers, the shipping back and forth. Um, I get that. But just like the the that scenario barely happens with offers, this bad scenario with returns doesn't happen either. I rarely, rarely, rarely get returned. I want to say I've had one return in the last three months. My only argument to that, and that was going to be my question to you, is how often do yeah. you get returns? But my only gripe Your stuff is, is that, huge and heavy? Well, that that stuff I could even turn off the returns, right? So it, like, okay. I don't have to do it on everything. That's true. Uh, but for those things in particular... Or just I'm do buyer pays for returns buyer pays on those. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but I'm dealing so much with clothes now and clothes is something that you put on rather than you put on a shelf. Okay. You know what I mean? Like collectibles. Uh, and I believe, uh, I would say, I think I see where you're going with this. Like when you buy an action figure, you know what the action figure looks like. You know what it's going to look like when you put it on your shelf. When you buy a piece of clothing, you know what it looks like, but you don't know what it looks like on your body. Yeah, and and my wife is the reason that I'm a, a little nervous about this because she does this thing, um, and I'll say allegedly in case this is against Amazon rules. <laughs> but well, she'll buy like ten different sweaters, and then we get ten sweaters that come to the house. I'm angry because there's ten packages, <laughs> none of them are for me, and then she like tries on all of them and like seven of them go back to Amazon because they have a system in place with their logistics and whatever, you know, free returns and blah, blah, blah. And that's like, of course I don't have the numbers that Amazon does where people are going to be ordering 10 things for me. But my, the, the little thing that I fear is like, it's clothes. It's, it's something that that mindset is out there. Yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I understand the concern. I would maybe, how many returns are you getting? Well, I guess I already asked. Did I ask you this? How many returns? I don't are you get returns. I rarely get returns. And, and oh, that's but you don't other... accept returns currently. No, but uh, you know, like sometimes if people say something, you know, or if I don't notice something or whatever, I- I'll offer returns to somebody even if my returns are off, depending okay. on what it is and you know how they want to deal with it. But I've had a couple times. I had a, a hoodie that I sold two weeks ago. For basically the cost that I had bought it for. I was just happy to get it out of my system over here. Okay. It was taking up space. It's been, you know, I'm trying a lot with clothes. This was a failed experiment. The person got it. Then they wrote A plus positive review. And then one week later, they tried to return it. And and then I was like, no, eBay just offers the thing where like you don't have to, but you really should. Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, well, am I being punished now by eBay? Like I'm in the right. Uh, this person has left me positive feedback. Am I still going to get in trouble because I'm not offering feedback yeah, or not return, uh, yeah. returning on this thing? And and I, I said, forget it. Like uh, I don't believe in uh, eBay or ghosts. So <laughs> okay, I don't know. Fair. It's the, just something I'm trying, and I'm. I would almost suggest going the like as far to one side as you can and then taper it back if a problem persists. If necessary. Yeah, yeah. I, I would because it does help, in my opinion, it helps your store. You become, it's one of the prerequisites to be considered a top rated seller um, is to offer free returns, meaning that you pay shipping there and back. Um, 
if I were you, I would turn it on. If you already have the sh- the returns on, you, in my opinion, you may as well just as pay well. for them for yeah. right now. But then, if it gets out of hand, then you can, you regroup and reconsider what you're doing. Yeah, and this actually leads me to an email we have. We got an email from our friend Tasha, and this is an email that was sent three weeks ago. So I should <laughs> okay. have been better prepared for this, but uh, I apologize. Uh, you guys know by now how I exist as a human, and it's not in a very uh, concise. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I lack discipline, and uh, and I'm warm and feeling overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tasha sent us an email, and this is a, actually it's a novel. This is a, a novel that Tasha said. Look at this, Peewee. Look Whoa. at the size of this. I can't read this whole thing, Tasha. I love it. I appreciate it. And some of it isn't actually to be read. Some of it is like sending, uh, you know, like tell Peewee this, whatever. If you remember, Tasha was like, I believe I have a video game uh, collection that rivals Peewee's. Okay. So she sent pictures. Uh, Did you print? There's those like out? ten pictures of the collection, and I, I don't know if you ever check our emails, Pee Wee. So I will forward you this email. I don't think I did. I can try to get to it. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the password currently, though. You will have to figure that <laughs> you out. Won't do it own. on the air. Yeah. I think I know what it is. But anyway, so uh, she says, "Greetings, fellow resellers. I have to start off by contradicting myself. I've heard so much talk over the eBay algorithm that I must confirm." It does exist. Whoa, and its name confirm is, it does exist. And its name is Cassini. C-A-S-S-I-N-I. You can research Cassini to find a slew of information uh, on the eBay algorithm. That being said, I agree with Sasha. Algorithm's fake. Made up to keep sellers posting on a daily basis. Of course you're going to sell more if your pictures are nice, you have great titles, you post more. I believe it's a matter of the right person looking for the right product at the right time. I post daily for the sake of consistency and income, not because I'm appeasing the algorithm god Cassini. I also delist and relist every 29 days to refresh listings and make sure they're still up and running. Now, Our dear friend Goff actually just sold a PlayStation 3 last week that had been sitting in his store, and, and he messaged me right away. He was like, dude, I just like uh unlisted and relisted this thing and it sold almost immediately so i do think there is something uh with that we've talked about that before um but i looked up this cassini because i've never even heard that name if you look up cassini cassini ebay algorithm uh, a bunch of interesting stuff comes up way too much for me to talk about currently but i i think i am going to go through it one day and just kind of maybe see uh hits or misses like the things that we talk about all the time that we do believe are in the algorithm that is part of it. And then the things that are maybe, or maybe some stuff that we didn't know, or maybe some stuff that we were wrong about, but it's definitely worth looking up uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing. That being said, doesn't exist. Algorithm does not exist. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, she said, this is uh, regarding the credit line and resale certification that she has. If you remember, I was like, you have to be careful with the credit line. That's something for disciplined people who know what they're doing and whatever. And I'm starting to believe Tasha is a very disciplined, business-minded person. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm that she's writing about here is like, uh, let me read a little bit to you. Um, I like Sasha use pirate ship, and the primary purpose of the business credit line is to pay for shipping, cross-posting software, Poshmark sharing software, and other business-related expenses. 
I use a business bank account that allows me to divert percentages of income funds into separate accounts, one of which, which is operating expenses at 20% and pays for the credit line every two weeks. 30% goes to owner's compensation, 25% to inventory. I also do not recommend opening a credit line unless you are disciplined enough to keep it under control. Those That type of paragraph, definitely disciplined enough. <laughs> now, I don't know what half that stuff means. You're way smarter than me. Uh, but, um, but exactly. It, it, I mean, maybe you shouldn't have like a system. It, it's kind of like if you talk to a gambler and they're like, I have a system in place, but Hell if yeah. you're actually Hell doing yeah. it, yeah, Pee Wee, you know, you know about the system. Tell us about the system. Tell us your system. I got a blackjack podcast. We'll start next week. <laughs> uh, and then the only other thing I wanted to share, uh, Tasha also said regarding your picture that you were unsure of the value here. Uh, this was when I was, uh, the artwork that I was trying to find that I ended up selling for about 150 bucks oh. that I paid $5 for. But I was having a tough time trying to find value. She, uh, Tasha says, there's a few websites that may be of help to get you started there. Instaappraisal.com. Instaappraisal.com. I-N-S-T-A-P-P-R-A-I-S-A-L.com. It's an open source online appraisal community action. Is hit or miss. Uh, Mr-expert.com appraisals in 20 different 28 different categories and they connect you with auction houses if necessary and worthpoint.com to make a pile of antiques and sign up for a free trial so anyway tons of great information from Tasha about all that kind of stuff thank you appreciate it sorry it took three weeks to get to it um, and then follow-up email by Tasha <laughs> comes in and uh this uh, this is a uh, death pile finds of the week. So uh, just a, a nice little added bonus here. Uh, first thing that uh, it says when going through the death pile this week, I found a baby carrier that I paid one dollar for, which is made by a company called Sakura Bloom. S A K U R A Bloom. It's a one hundred percent luxury linen baby carrier that retails for around three hundred dollars. Tasha's asking two hundred. Pee-wee, I think you have a picture of that. I just kind of took like some of the higher priced ones that were on there. There are some that go down to like 80 bucks. But if you would have asked me, what is a baby carrier? I was way wrong, like way off. Like I thought it was one of those things you put in the car. I had no clue. This is like a backpack. I just thought it was a woman. <laughs> That's wrong, Pee-wee. You are wrong. We're going to cancel you. Yeah, get him. Yeah, em. give me. Okay. Anyway, uh, now at least I know what to look for if I ever see this. Yeah, they uh, look like an apron, just like a baggy apron that you can stuff a baby into. So this is one of those things that you just like carry a baby on your chest or whatever yeah, yeah, on your yeah. on your back. Like their I don't arms know how you like stick out. Yeah. Yeah. So Sakura Bloom, good Expensive. company name. Yeah, absolutely. To keep yeah to keep a lookout. And then uh, the other one, uh, I purchased a box of paint your own Christmas village houses for eight dollars. It included 13 houses and a box of people slash vehicles. Turns out they're vintage from the late 80s, early 90s by a company called California Creations Creative Incorporated. Each house goes for between $40 on the low end, $100 on the high, and the people slash vehicles are very hard to find. So I lotted them into eights, uh, excuse me, eight lots of four for $37 a piece. And if you look at this thing, if you're watching on YouTube, there's one a lot of 17 buildings, brand new one for 600 bucks plus shipping. That's nice. I mean, the pricing on these things is uh, 
pretty crazy. So that's another name to keep a look now, out for. And California now is the time to hit creators. up your thrift stores and try to find this stuff because they all have their Christmas section, and yeah. this stuff can easily get mixed in. They're literally just like white ceramic houses if they're unpainted. Um, yeah, these are great to look. Geez, that's awesome. And some I of wonder, them are yeah, these branded anywhere? They they must be. I mean, I would guess I would on the bottom. So as well, yeah. Because you see a lot of them. I mean, I see a lot of like the unpainted things, but there's actually like a company right by our house, R being me and my wife, not me and Pee Wee, <laughs> uh, that uh, they do like their entire business is this painting houses thing or whatever. I don't get it. It's not for me. I don't understand any of it. The point is remember California Creations, Christmas Village, take a look at these things, and then next time you are at Goodwill or wherever, um, keep an eye out. That's great. Thank you, Tasha. Thank you, Tasha. We also have two emails from our friend Eric G. Eric G. noticed that uh, we didn't read his uh, email, so he's like, let me sneak another question in. Uh, And you didn't have to because I was going to get to that second question. But thank you, Eric G. Anyway, keep sending in emails. We appreciate it. He says, hey, Sasha and Pee Wee. And how about this? In When he wrote, hey, Sasha, he even put the little thing over the second S in my name that creates. Yeah. Very well done. I, I don't even think I can do that. How does on a, he know keyboard. that? Like, yeah, it's, it's one thing. Yeah, how does he know that it does need to be there? And then two, how do you type that? Eric G's possibly AI. I don't know. Uh, says, I found your podcast in August. Around the same time, I started to dip my toes into selling on eBay. Thank you for the guidance and entertainment. Uh, I just finished listening to the back catalog, and I'm sad that I will have to go back to listening to other podcasts as I wait for your weekly drops. That's nice. Wanted to brag about my favorite flips. So far, I've been selling things that I got for free. Things I've already owned, items from family members, or things I found at work. At work. In 2018. <laughs> I love that. I, I quote-unquote find things at work. <laughs> Nobody's uh, using least, this monitor. At least I did when I was like 16. My mom yelled at me. She's like, where'd you get this uh, tank, like a, a fountain from? And I, and I used to work at a like fountain place. I was like, oh, I saved up. I made five fifteen an hour. I would still be working to get, <laughs> get one of those things. Uh, I wanted to brag about my favorite uh, flips, uh, free stuff here in twenty. This is a great sentence here. In twenty eighteen, I found two cassette tape containers on the side of the road. Now it is for those who don't know, we are almost <laughs> in twenty twenty four. I love this, Eric G. I love this so much. In twenty eighteen, found these two cassette tape containers on the side of the road. Homeowners were moving, placed them on the curb. Uh, They were just getting rid of them. And I asked if I could take the tapes, knowing that I didn't even own a cassette player. (laughs) There must have been more than 50 tapes, uh, C-Photo attached. Most late 80s and early 90s. Some purchased, some mixtapes, some duplicates. Uh, Fast forward to summer 2023, I finally joined eBay and begin listing some of those cassette tapes. Thus far, I've sold more than $150 worth of tapes, all from roadside garbage. Last week, I went to my first estate estate sale. I'm trying to get up the nerve to begin sourcing. It felt very macabre and was overwhelming. I know you don't do much uh, sourcing at estate sales, but can you give any advice on how to navigate them? Pee-wee, you have the picture of those cassettes? I do. You missed this Uh, hashtag at the end. Hashtag frog junk. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, and so That's great cassettes in here. Yeah, Beastie Boys, Guns N' Roses, the Metallica for sure. I mean, that that stuff that is going to go. 
they're repressing them now, but if you have the old original cassette tapes from these things, there there's a lot of money in there. Really, there's, I didn't I, know. That. I see Dink. I used to have that Dink record. Dink, what's uh, a Dink? Oh, was the blue name? one on the right. Name of, okay. Yeah, I've never heard uh, of Dink. A lot of good stuff there. Depeche Mode. Eh, yeah, this is okay. Nine Inch Nails. I see over there. Very good stuff. Uh, as far as the estate sales situation, I like this question. Have we answered this question before? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm sure we've talked about it, but we haven't really gone into in depth about it. Uh, what What do you think about navigating estate sales? I definitely have a strategy. Like I hate estate sales. I never feel like I'm going to find anything at them. But I always yeah. I do have a strategy. Specifically, if I'm there on the opening day, the if I'm like if it if I'm not if it didn't open on Thursday and I'm going on Saturday, then I don't really have a strategy. But if like if I'm the first like in that first group of people that are going in. I absolutely have a route that I'm going to go on. Do you, do you have this feeling or no? No, no, no. Oh, really? I, I don't really go to too many estate sales, and if I do, it is just, uh, it, it's just wild, wild east or whatever. Okay. Like yeah, I go where I am allowed to go. I dig, you know. I, but I, I, I don't like the estate sales. I don't like them. No, I, I, no. What about the the morbidity aspect of it? No, I, I could care less because I mean, half the estate sales are people moving. I'm like, maybe Did you not ever half, ha- but... ever have that like feeling? No, not at all. I feel like I've had that feeling early on when I started going to them, and you knew because they're they're like, oh yeah, this person passed away, and or you could just tell, you know, it's yeah. like very old stuff. I I had that definitely when I was younger, but um, I, I don't know. It's just it's what happens. It's like life moves on. Uh, with the person without it's sad yeah. obviously you're going through their stuff but it's also helping the people who are it's making their lives easier absolutely it's getting the stuff out of their lives yeah that's I, I get all sides of it but now so what's your me. what's your like strategy here? yeah um get in the door and if, the, if find out if there's a basement if there's a basement go to the basement the i don't want to st- the places that i want to check last are kitchen living room, dining room, anything on the first floor. My priority is to get low, get to the basement, and see what's down there. It's either, even if it's a finished basement, I still think you have a better chance of finding like toys and video games down there uh, versus the first level. The first level, if you're going to find video games, it's going to be like Wii stuff or like 360 or maybe like I found like Xbox Ones and PS4s and that kind of stuff. But like vintage video games, the stuff that we're really looking for is going to be in the basement if it's there. Um, if there isn't a basement or if you've gone down there and it's all like tools or paintings or whatever, just stuff that you're not like interested in at all, then I, again, I go back upstairs. I skip the middle floor again, the first floor, and I go up and I go upstairs and now I'm looking for a kid's room and I want to find either uh, like a boy's, a teenage boy's room, something, right? Something that will have collectibles in it, toys, video games, whatever it is. If that doesn't exist, or if I've already exercised that and didn't find anything, or I've just, whatever, if I'm moving on from there, then I want to stay on that second floor and get to, like, the office area, like the computer room where the dad would go to work, where he'd have magazines, where he might have computer games, where he might have his video game stuff. Um, And then from there, I I search all the other bedrooms, and then I finally make my way downstairs to the living room um, and and the kitchen and the... And the garage. The garage is probably before I do the kitchen and the living room, I go to the garage. And then I do the, like, garage isn't terrible, but it's 
not nearly as good as the other places minus the kitchen and the living room all of it does make sense because those are the areas of the things that you are actively seeking. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. If you're looking for silver forks, then obviously go to the kitchen. To yeah. The kitchen. Yeah. Right. yeah, but uh, yeah, the stuff that we look for, the stuff that we talk about, that's, I mean, great strategy there. And a lot of time, they move a lot of stuff to the garage too. That's that's they, why. Absolutely. Yeah, so the, it's not just like... They also move like more expensive stuff sometimes to the mm-hmm. first floor by the register. So a lot of times I will miss out on that stuff because they've already... But also if they pulled it to the register, it's because they think it's valuable and they're hiking up the price anyway. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't buy it no matter where it was in the house if that's the price they have it at. And estate sales stink. <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. especially the like corporate run, the, the ones who it's their business to do these estate sales. You want to find the estate sales where it's just somebody's like, well... Uh, just we an indoor garage this. sale is what I want. I don't yeah, want, exactly. Yeah, I don't want an uh, estate sale run by another company. I still do go to both of them. If you have nothing else to do, sure. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, wintertime, especially here, if you're you're shocked to see an estate sale, you're like, yeah, well, I mean, let's, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and then he also says, another estate sale question, is it considered rude to use my phone to check eBay listings while browsing at an estate sale? Especially if there's an estate sale company running the event, aren't they there to make money too, uh, Eric, in New Jersey? Yeah, they they are, but so are you. Uh, get over that. Yeah, For, forget about that. They already yeah. have their prices marked, right? So it's like if they already have if they've already have an asking price, then what does it matter what you do leading up to whether or not you pay that asking price? I'll take it another step. If they don't have it marked, yeah, I, right, right. I'm not I'm matter. not saying if they don't have it marked. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, There's no reason, uh, A, why they should care why you are using your phone, or B, why you should care that they are are looking at you or not. I know it's uncomfortable. I've been through it. I'm to the point now where like I'll be talking to someone while looking it up in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- there's nothing to be ashamed about. It's not... On the Sasha Shady scale, that's a zero. That's, that's a zero. not even I registering. Totally agree. It's, this is a... Now, maybe you, you're uncomfortable. Maybe, like, you're thinking, well, what if they ask me, what are you doing? I mean, like, who's going to ask you that? Yeah, no one, one, nobody's going to ask you that. Two, in yeah. the 0.2% chance that it does happen, that somebody does ask you, just tell them the truth. I'm looking up the price. I'm trying to see what this thing is worth. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Nothing to be afraid of. No no negative will come from it. They will not kick yeah. you out. They will just, they're, if they are asking, they're just asking. I've never had anybody ask me what, I was Ever. doing. I've never been kicked out You've of an estate sale. Thousands sales. of garage sales, and it's never happened. I, I have had this where you're on your phone, and someone will be like, "Oh no, that's that's worth like thirty dollars on eBay." Like they know that you're looking it up, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. try to defend themselves. But who cares? Like you, you have to do your research. Never take somebody else's word for it. Yeah, and and don't be afraid to uh, say no because something's too, too expensive. expensive. Don't just buy it to buy it. Um, don't be. You know, there will be another thing. You can you can always move on after that. Thank you guys so much for the emails. Pee-wee, it's over to you. Something happened on my screen over here. I'm going to unplug my camera. If I don't come back, <laughs> the show's on you, buddy. <laughs> All, right? All right? Sounds good. We'll see what happens. You're on the clock. Okay. Um, This is going to be interesting. I don't know if we're going to get Sasha back or not. I think his screen is just going darker. Uh, I don't have a ton to talk about, and I definitely don't have, like, Sasha usually comes to the segment with like news articles and stuff that's happening in the flipping world and stuff from our listeners. Uh, that's not going to be me. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to talk about stuff that happens. I mean, this is what I always do is I talk about stuff that like happened directly to me 
Um, the first being, I, I did, I don't want to say it's the stupidest thing I've done with flipping because I think it's an innocent mistake, but the, you're back now, right? You can hear me. I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. You look better too. You're brighter. Um, so yesterday, lost some weight. <laughs> yesterday I was packing up packages and I had two eBay items and I sold a, a Genesis, a Sega Genesis on Facebook. I printed out all three labels and I brought them to, and I was to get them ready to bring to the post office, but they, I printed them on my Rolo printer, but because I was printing them out separately, I printed out the two eBay labels. I ripped them off and I applied them. Then I printed out the, um, the pirate ship label for the Genesis. And then I, um, you know, rubbed the labels onto the packages and then I stacked them up and I brought them to the post office. It wasn't until yesterday evening that I uh, came into this room, which has my Rolo printer, and I looked at the printer and I saw that it still had a label sticking out of it. Right. The Genesis was in the bigger of the boxes, and it was the last label I was putting on. And what I did was I applied the first two labels, I printed out the, the Genesis label, and I just left it there. And then I rubbed on the the labels to the eBay packages, and I stacked them on top of the, top of the Genesis box. And then I brought it to the post office, leaving the Genesis box unlabeled. And I brought them to the post office and didn't think anything about it till last night until I looked down at horror at my Rolo printer. And then today I went to the post office hoping that there would be somebody there that I could talk to. And there wasn't. So I get my question is, is what are the odds that I can get this? That this is, what are the odds that the Genesis in the box is going to be waiting for me at the post office tomorrow? Wow. I mean, it... If it's my post office, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's there. Okay, so normally I would, I would agree with you, but I am very like everybody. All three of the people who work the counter regularly, possibly four or five, they all know my name. I've mm-hmm. dealt with them. I, I haven't been getting receipts lately. I've just been dropping off on the side, but they always say hi to me. They always know me, and I for a year and a half, every day was in there dropping off packages and getting a receipt from them. If you go back to early, early episodes of this podcast um, or our early, early YouTube videos that we did, I did a video on how I package all my boxes and I package my boxes in a very specific way. Specifically, I think you do the same thing with um, with how we tape our boxes. Do you still do this tape on tape? Like one way than the other way? So like if if my phone is the package, I will tape it down the... First, I'll tape it across to hold the box shut. Then I'll tape it all the way down the seam. Then I just tape, tape, tape. I flip it over. I do the same thing, whatever. Then I've got it all packed. But on the sides, it's just like seams of tape all over the place. When I'm done, I will take one piece of tape and go all the way around the outside of the box. So literally, there's only one seam of tape that is visible. Everything else is covered by tape. Do you do that or no? No, you just blew my mind. (laughs) Did you follow me at least? I think so, and then you had wings, and then you lost me. Okay, so like the but you, what I do is like I'll do the thing to like hold the box. You know, I tape yeah, a tape bit across. Here. Yep, you tape it so but it then holds I'll it shut. flip it, put the stuff that I need to inside of it. But I flip, you know, I tape like the entire seam mm-hmm. completely, like around the oh, entire I see what box. You're saying. Okay, that's not. And bad. then I will go the other way, not the seam, and do an entire one. So it, oh, it that's interesting. Open. That's new. That's, yeah. uh, or at least it, maybe not new, but we haven't talked about that. Um, so obviously, you and I tape our boxes very differently. 
But the end result of mine is a very specific looking box because obviously you can see the tape on the okay. outside of the box. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. The the tape the the top is all covered, the bottom's all covered, and I you can tell I have one strip going around the outside. That is my packages, and I've been giving these packages to these employees for the past year and a half. They recognize them. I think you, I have you're a. You're sure that they recognize them? I think so. I will have okay. an update next week when I go to the post office tomorrow, and I will find out if it's there or not. Um, the I'll let I you. I wonder know. what the what the protocol is for an unmarked right? box. I don't know how long they have to keep it. Do they keep it? Is it like a this could be threat? something yeah. dangerous? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will. I will definitely update you guys next week. Wow. But I'm very curious to see if they have it waiting for me tomorrow, or if they just are going to look at me with a blank with a blank look on their face. If I mean, it's not the end of the world. Luckily, it was a Genesis, and I literally have like 19 other Genesis in my basement that I can easily just ship off to this guy. Mm. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. But I, it's still, I mean, I still would like to just ship this off and be done with it. So hopefully, it's there. Side note: um, I've been working on something. I'm, I'm working on a big flip. That involves USPS Marty. I'm just leaving what it there. What does that mean? I'm just <laughs> leaving it there. And if I get to talk about it in the future, you're going to be like, uh, this is cool. That's amazing. And if okay. not, it's just a fun thing to have out there. I so. bought video games from my USPS, like one of the, the counter workers once. The, uh, yeah. All right. Let's just say keep us updated. Marty has been to tons of concerts in his day. That's Interesting. All Interesting. All I'm going to say. All right. The other than losing uh, packages, the other thing I've been up to is I have been listing. Um, I've talked about this past few. I mean, really, the past like month or so. I've been trying to get my drafts in order. I've been trying to get the number of um, drafts that I'm activating per day to uh, so that I have enough banked to get me through December fifteenth. Um, I had I accomplished that goal last time we had talked or no. Was, yeah, I thought I think you made it to like the 14th. Or okay, something. maybe like that's what. Were, yeah, I think I was like yeah. three away. Um, yeah. I have crushed that goal ever since. The um, I I created listings for all those wrestlers. That was the most recent one I got. That would have been my guess. I've noticed on your store that you've been crushing it. Every time I like look, it'll say like Pee Wee has 60 new items. It's yeah. like 21 or whatever, but still, and, but know, it's it's. I've been I got it up to eight a day, where I'm able to activate eight listings wow. every day, and I'm but the but it's even better than that now. Like the I I've gotten to the point where I I think right now I'm sitting at 102 drafts that I have banked, and it's the 10th. So if I go to my one second, so one, two, three, four, I have five days left. Right, so that's amazing. Um, so 102 divided by the five days left, I could technically activate 20 a day and be good, but I'm also concerned about killing off my store after the yeah. 15th, right? Because I do want to still have stuff ready to go for for January. So I don't know how I'm going to like attack those numbers. I don't know if I'm going to continue to do because if I do eight a day for the next five days, that's 40 listings. I'll still have 60 plus that I have to play with for the next, I mean, if I go back to three a day, that's two months worth, right? Yeah. 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 That's two months worth. No, 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 that's not two. That's 20 days worth. Three, um, wait, three a day to it's 20 days worth. Um, right. I wish it was two. We're months not worth. a, not a math podcast. <laughs> like to you be used both to teach agreed. children. You used to teach children for a living. I taught them how to raise their hand, not how to do division. Um, yeah. 
So I, but either way, I'm feeling great. And the way that I got up to these 102, as of this morning, I had 110 drafts. It was, it's such a great feeling. Um, The way that I did this is after the wrestlers, that that got me past the goal, but I still wanted to keep banking stuff. And I wanted to do it the easiest way possible. Um, I found a box in my basement. Not found, like I'd been walking past this box every day for like the past probably four years. Um, The, (laughs) about four years ago, I was in a Goodwill. Were they cassettes from 2018 that you found on the side of the road? <laughs> Just about. Um, you'll, I think you'll appreciate this. I was in Goodwill like four years ago, and the I came across uh, like 50 plus items that were all 2.99 a piece. I tried to buy them all in bulk, and they would not give me a bulk deal. But I still thought it was a good investment, so I bought all of them at three dollars a piece. Um, and the and when I bought them, I listed them all, but I did it the. It probably was more like 80 at the time because I brought these to video game conventions after this and I sold a handful on eBay, but not much. Um, what these were, were t-shirts. Um, they were by the company Ripped, R-I-P-T. And Ripped, what, I don't think they're still in business, um, but they used to be a, one of those t-shirt a day companies. And the t-shirt a day companies would release a t-shirt every day and the t-shirt would like borderline be um, like on the on the border of copyright infringement and and not. Like the shirt that I'm showing you here, they were all different, by the way. It was 80 different designs. Okay. And every shirt was like, a, most of them, I'd say like 90% of them were crossover uh, or mashup designs. Like the one I'm showing you here is a mashup between Super Mario Kart and Star Wars. So it's the characters of Star Wars playing Super Mario Kart. It's Darth Vader driving around in like a Tie Fighter cart, um, Luke Skywalker on a, a, a you know I don't know Star Wars stuff, but you get the idea. Um, the every shirt was like this, and they, it was all sorts of different stuff. It was um, Star Wars, Star Trek, um, a bunch of video game stuff, Portal, Mario, Mega Man. All, all sort of Game of Thrones, like all sorts of just pop culture stuff that were just thrown together. And for whatever ever reason, they were in this Goodwill, brand new, unworn. Um, I think they said like it was like a warehouse clean out. Like the, it was the company themselves that needed to get rid of them. So it was only this Goodwill that had them. Um, so I tried to unload them at video game conventions, got rid of a few. Um, and then I would list them on eBay. But the way that I originally listed these on eBay... This picture that I'm showing here was never in the eBay listing. The only picture I put, because I wanted to get this done as soon as possible, I just did one picture close up of the logo in the middle and of the, like the, 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 the picture, the graphic on it, and that was it. Mm-hmm. There was no picture of the shirt. There were no measurements. There was no tag. There was no front. There was no back. It was just this picture on the shirt. Um, and as you can imagine, I only sold a handful by doing that. Uh, I'm shocked that you stole a handful. <laughs> <laughs> right. Except, I mean, this was years ago. Um, so the other problem that I have with these is that every one of them is size small. Right? So I, knowing now what I know, if I knew then what I knew now, I might not have made this purchase because I know size small isn't the most desirable size, um, especially with this nerd genre. Right? We, I mean, I think we both agree like the bigger sizes do better in that genre. The 
that said, I took my time on this and I wanted to make sure that I was doing, I, I went to your listings the, because you've told me, I think last time I was on this, when I, when I um, sold that orange sweater, I hated, you hated the, so you hated my pictures yeah. on it. So I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? I went to your listings. I found a t-shirt listing and I tried to do like the exact same pictures. I didn't put them all into this, like into our show here, but this is the first picture I would have. And you give me your thoughts on this. This is the first picture. The second picture is a zoomed-in picture of just the image. Um, picture three is a picture of the screen-printed lip, uh, ripped logo that's on the back of the shirt. Well, it's on the inside of the back of the shirt. Uh, the next picture is a picture of the tags that says size small with a terrible tag. The next picture is a picture of the, um, uh, what do you call it, stitching on the, on the sleeve. And then is it a single stitch or is it a double? No, it's a double. It's a double. Yeah. It's newer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the the other pictures I would do were a um, measuring tape across the um, from armpit to armpit, but I would only have the picture sent uh, like focused on the okay. right armpit, so you could just uh-huh. see where the tape measure ends. And then same thing I would do from collar down to the bottom, where the again the picture is just where the tape measure ends, showing how long it is. And then I would flip it over and do one picture of the back. Yeah, uh, I think that's even too much. I don't think you need to do the sleeves, especially okay. if it's not a single stitch. Like, if yeah, it is, it you want to show the single stitch. If not, it's not really a big deal. And I do think uh, even your other way of just having the graphic as the front is not a bad thing as long as you have a picture of the whole thing. I, I, like may, I could picture. go back and swap that. Yeah, either way is fine. Just, I, think. I would only do that because these shirts have been in a box forever, and most are like very wrinkled and just not in great like looking shape. I try to take pictures, and then if there's any flaws, of course you want to take a picture. I did that. Yeah, only a have couple that in the like description. I like to take a picture of like the the collar uh, oh, with the tag if I'm close enough. Okay. So I'll do so you can see like what the collar actually looks like on it. The problem I was running into is that most of these tags are bent, so I have to put my uh, finger yeah. in there to like press them down. Yeah, my finger is in many of my listings yeah. as well. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was that's yeah. the only reason I felt fine putting my finger. Normally, my hands are never in my shots. I hate it when my fingers are in there. Um, I will literally go downstairs and take new pictures if I found out that I like slipped and left my fingers in there. But because I saw you left yours in on your tag pictures, yeah. I was fine leaving it here. I got some some of my toes are in some of my pictures. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I don't think there's like uh, you could like nitpick stuff if you want to. Oh like, sure, I'm not trying oh, to. Do this we perfect. should do this. We should do I this. But honestly, if if you just have a couple of pictures, front, back, close up of the thing, and the tag. That's good enough. Okay. And then any like if there's any problems Plows with the shirt. Okay. So yeah. So I was able to plow through those fifty one new listings just on shirts. Wow. So now yeah. So now of like my I think I have just over eight hundred uh, like active listings. I have one hundred and two drafts, and about half of those are shirts. Um, Look at you, clothes, clothes guy. Clothes. We're gonna see if they sell. I'm terrified that they're not gonna sell. They're also not gonna get activated before the holiday season. I don't think these are getting activated till like January. What are you pricing these at? Um, anywhere from like eighteen ninety nine up to like twenty six or twenty seven ninety nine. Okay. The I don't, I don't know because the these shirts were technically like I don't want to say mass produced, but like they're out there. But there's nothing on eBay right now because these shirts are out of print. Yeah, I think it's it's okay uh, that pricing because of the exact thing you're saying. Like it's it's a kind of a weird thing, but there's they're popular 
thing. You know, right. Star Wars and Mario is both popular stuff. They're new shirts, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, they're in great condition. I've noticed that a lot of my stuff that I assumed was worth more or whatever, like, most T-shirts if they're okay or whatever, we'll go for like 20 bucks for like an average shirt. I mean, it's shipped 20 Yeah, bucks. no, these are all free shipping. Um, most hoodies will go for like 22 plus shipping or 30 uh, free shipping. Uh, and, and that's like if you are getting decent stuff. Not not just like all hoodies or whatever, but like the stuff that even if I, I thought it was going to be 40 bucks or whatever, I was like, no, in the end... People want to pay maybe $30 just, for a hoodie. Yeah. They yeah, want to pay $20 uh, for a shirt. I, I get that. Or I could just like wait and keep my prices and see exactly yeah. what happens, but I don't know. Okay, we'll see if they sell. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. curious. The, the kaiju keeps selling. So stuff that I didn't think was going to sell, it just keeps moving. So I'm excited. I did a kaiju this. update last week because I was so excited <laughs> to see your stuff. Like It's been even that... better this week. It's been nuts. It's been great. Yeah, I'm, I'm... and the Monster High stuff is selling. Like, yeah, yeah. The, even the, I listed wrestlers, and as soon as I listed two of them, they, they sold right away. Um, it's great. It's, it's the, the, these listings that I'm picking up in bulk that are immediately going. It's a very good feeling. Um, here's something that didn't give me a good feeling, kind of. I th- this might only apply to me just because I rely so heavily on drafts. Um, but have you seen this? At the you probably haven't because this might only be shown on desktop. But on the drafts, um, like dashboard, it's under where it says manage drafts. Either this is new or I just haven't seen it before. But it says drafts expire and are automatically deleted 75 days after the last updated date. Whoa! Right. That would be no, if I don't if I don't see that that could be catastrophic. Yeah. Um, now set yourself up for the whole year, right? And then, and then <laughs> you're just done. Now I do like that last part after the last updated date. That I believe that means you can go in and literally just click on, like edit the draft, go in and just go down to save for later again, and that yeah. should just update it. I haven't confirmed that, but I think that will reset the date. Um, so if you have to, every do time this, you say drafts, I think you say giraffes. And it's, every uh, time really I've been saying it for like a year. I know. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. You have 75 days from an untouched draft um, before it gets deleted. So just keep an eye on that. All right, we've been going long enough. That's all I got. Let's get to some GST. GST is garage sale talk time. Goodwill scores talk time. It's uh, when me and Pee-wee talk about the stuff that we found this week. We do it because we like learning from each other what is good. Or when Pee-wee hears about my stuff, he's like, that's worthless. I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, and hopefully you guys learn to stay away from the stuff that I purchase as well. Except for bowling balls and typewriters. Anyway, uh, I got a couple things here. Nothing crazy this week, but just some uh, some stuff I found interesting. First and foremost, I found a Full Send Rona Golf t-shirt. Do you know what's special about this shirt, Pee-wee? This is a shirt. It's got a duck playing golf. I paid $4.99 for it. It goes for about 25 bucks. Does anything uh, strike you about this? Oh, this is shirt? this? A, is it the golfer? Is it the? Um, is that John Daly? No, I love that guess. Uh, <laughs> He's got a beer but, in his hand. Is that the drunk golfer? Allegedly, absolutely just... not. Uh, <laughs> this is just some. This is just <laughs> something that uh, Goff has brought up on the show before. He found some full send. Oh shirts. yeah, I mean I've heard of full send before. Yeah, I didn't until I think Goff brought it up. Oh, okay. And then everywhere I looked, people were like, yeah, Full Send is a great, great company. So when I saw this, I was walking past it in an area that I don't normally go in the Goodwill. And they had just started putting T-shirts over there. 
and uh, and this thing caught my eye, and I went over there four ninety nine. It's got the tag, uh, you know, nothing not huge or whatever, but just happy to like learn from this show, learn from golf, and uh, and that's that's about it. And it's not John Daly as a duck. That's this episode might be titled John Daly as a duck. I think that would be great. great. Anything that gets him to listen to it and to give me an angry phone call afterwards. Sure. N- next up, <laughs> inside jokes. Next up, we have a shirt uh, from a company called Orvis, O-R-V-I-S. Have you heard of Orvis, Pee-wee? Redenbacher? Oh, brother. I thought I was the one with the bad jokes, my friend. That's just me. Uh, Orvis, this is a Malpai shirt. It says Malpai underneath None M-A-L-P-A-I. I know. It's weird. Here's the thing. I've passed so many Orvis shirts because, to me, it just looked like a maybe like a generic looking tag or something or it's possible that i've looked one up before and it was not worth anything and i just kind of like lumped it into well these must stink which is not what you should be doing especially with clothes and especially when you find out that yeah some of these clothes do have value for instance this orvis uh malpai shirt i typed that in and a bunch of shirts came up that were 40 to 50 bucks a piece pre-owned. Oh, let's go. Wow. This exact shirt with the two pockets on the front. I think it's like a snap, like a half snap up shirt. Uh, it's almost like a safari type that's shirt. What, yeah, know, that's like, what it reminds me of. Yeah. And it's vintage. It's uh, old tags. It's from the 90s. And there were two of them right next to one another at a thrift store. Uh, they were $5 a piece. I picked them up. I looked at them. One of them was in great condition, and then the other one had a little bleach spot and a couple snags on it. Uh, so one of them I think I put for around 50 bucks, and then the other one I listed at something like 25 plus shipping or 22 plus shipping, some, somewhere around there. Okay. And that one actually, that's the one with the flaws. That one sold today for 30 bucks. So even with the flaws, wow. went for $30 on a $5 shirt. Um yeah, so these Orvis Malpai shirts are something to keep an eye out for. Now, here's the thing, uh, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to mention this because I, uh, I I'm going to mention it next week. I guess I'll have the picture up. I, I saw it on some Instagram page, and that's the, why I didn't want to mention it because I don't remember exactly which one. But somebody had put a listing up of like the the clothing brands to kind of keep an eye out for, right? Okay. And so we all know a lot of like the more famous ones or whatever. Okay, Patagonia. Okay, uh, you know whatever. But uh, Orvis was on this list, and I had seen this before I saw these shirts. And so when I came across the Orvis again, uh, I was like, let me check it this time and and see if it's any good. And it just happened to be that I found a good Orvis you know, shirt or whatever. Um, I will have the picture of that listing, uh, from that Instagram account. Remind me, I'll do that next week, but I wanted to not just steal it from the person. I want to know who it's from so we could say thank you for, because they put it on their Instagram. You know, I also like the way you did this picture here. This is Sasha's great in here guys, but you did a, a picture of the, like the article of clothing, you have the sold listing. And then most importantly to me, you have a picture of the tags close up. I think that's yeah. the. I, I think we need to start doing that more because I think that'll be make stuff more identifiable. Yeah, good call. Good call. Very good. Uh, next up is something I actually found in a Marshalls or TJ Maxx. I'm not sure because I always confuse them. I think it was a TJ Maxx. Uh, I just went into TJ Maxx looking for like gift ideas for my family yeah. and stuff like that, and I came across this Under Armour Project Rock Iron Paradise hoodie. First of all, love this hoodie. 
Uh, yeah, we talked about this brand before. That is, oh, it's front and back. I like that. Yeah, yeah. The back is awesome. It's like full back graphic. This thing was 1995. This is, I mean, this is Under Armour. This is Project Rock. This stuff is can be expensive. You still got to look it up because some of it doesn't sell as much as others. Um, but this particular hoodie, not only in the gray color, but also in like maroon and whatever different colors. It's just with this design on it, it's a consistently 50 to $60 hoodie. That's awesome. And so I spent 20 bucks on it. Uh, it's a size large, which is a great size to have. Even, I'm the only large, I think, at the time when I listed, I was the only large on eBay. Okay. And so I was like, well, that's a great size to have. I think this will be a quick flip. I won't make huge money on it, but you know, I'll double that, that number or whatever. It'll be a $20, $25, something like that. Um, so I thought it was worth a try. Normally, I'm not going to spend 20 bucks on something, but uh, this was something that I kind of felt pretty confident about. Was there more than one? Um, there were two. The other one was a medium, and I was kind of like, do I get these both? But I always have that doubt in my head, and then I don't want to have two Project Rock hoodies that don't sell yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The, I mean, I did the work. I should have gotten it. I think I should have gotten it. I think it will sell, but I just had that doubt when I was there as to, you know. I I, I was at a, like, a, I was at a Ross yesterday, but Ross is the same thing out here in the Midwest as a Marshalls, as a TJ Maxx. Um, it's a... Not a, what would you call it? Not a discount store, but a. I don't know what you call it, but everything is cheaper yeah, there. Like yeah. they, they, I, I, I don't know if they get stuff from other stores at a, at a lower rate and then they sell it at a discount. But whatever it is, I was at a very similar store yesterday, and there were a couple of things I was considering buying, but these there were so many of these stores, and I feel like they all get the same inventory that I just get concerned that this is going to be one of those low-hanging fruit things that, not in the good way, just one of these easy, flippable, quote-unquote flippable items to, not this specifically, but the stuff I was seeing that I was considering flipping, and possibly this, that would be in every one of these stores, and cut to two weeks from now, eBay is going to be flooded with these things, and the price is going to dramatically drop on these. Yeah, I I agree with you. They have tons of that stuff. Yeah. Like they'll have Nike jackets that have a two hundred and fifty dollar tag that they're selling for forty, fifty bucks, and you're like, whoa, let me check this thing out. But then you realize they got you know five of them here, right? And there are five uh, at every one of their stores in in the yeah. United States. Yeah, I don't think that they work that way. Okay, uh, I don't think it's that consistent. I could be wrong. Um, that went through my mind when I was purchasing this. That's why I was looking for other ones in other sizes and everything. And I only found the two, so I felt good about that. And then when I looked, there weren't that many that were for sale. And then having the only size up, I was like, well, either I'm very early on this. Um, but that is definitely something that crossed yeah. my mind. Also, don't one. get in, not just you, but just in general, people do not get in the habit of thinking, well, maybe I'm early on this because yeah. the, it, yeah. it's not, you, you aren't. The, it's possible that you are, but getting into the, maybe you are one out of 20 times or one out of 50 times, yeah. but odds are you are not early on this and that everybody else is also finding this probably the same day you are if you found it day one. Uh, or if you get one, okay, but don't get 20 of them. Yeah, don't start going around that, to every store and trying to yeah. get them. The, the reason I was at the Ross yesterday was looking for... I was considering picking up a a story had gotten out in the the toy collector world that Ross had a Thor's hammer, um, Moln. How do you say Majolnir? Majolnir. Yeah. But it's a big. It was like a big working one in a big box 
that retails for like 70 or 80 dollars and it lights up and has sounds and whatever and it's heavy and it's made by marvel legends like the actual figure company um and ross had them for 30 or 35 dollars and multiple people were saying, well, I found one in Connecticut. I found one in, uh, you know, Wyoming. I found one in uh, Ohio or whatever it is. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll go see what Ross has. Maybe they have other cool stuff. But if, even if I found one of these hammers that you could buy for 30 and then sell for 80 I don't, theoretically sell for 80 I don't think I would buy it because the investment was too big. And everybody is talking about finding these well, yeah. if everybody's finding them, then all the and the and this story is getting out. I saw TikToks on this specific item. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, I just felt like every flipper that saw these videos was running out to Ross and trying to find these things, and it was just going to be a huge, you know, oversaturated market by the time you do find one. If you do, yeah, and a lot of those places too, like Ross was big for and still is. You can find shoes and consistently and make yeah. money off of them. You know what I mean? But like. You have to put up thirty, forty dollars for a pair of shoes to make twenty, twenty-five bucks sure. or whatever it is. You're going to make money on it, but the fact that you have to put so much money down, uh, it, it can stifle you if you, you know what I mean. Like depending on how much you have to spend or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. The big story there, Peewee on TikTok. Uh, follow him, F and B Peewee. I don't, I don't know how TikTok works. I don't even know. I'll explain it to you after I get you on Reddit. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the show last week, Pee-wee, yeah, because I, I know you do not like this show. But I actually, this is the second week in a row now that I've made a purchase from a non-Goodwill store. Last week I was at Marshall's okay. uh, or TJ Maxx, whichever one this wasn't. <laughs> I was at a different okay. one. And I had found three starting lineup figures for Giannis Oh, I did want to talk to you about this, yes. And I saw on your eBay previously that you had one yep. that I thought it, w- it was a Giannis. Going back and looking at it, it was Joel Embiid, uh, last year's MVP. You know that. I don't need to of tell course, you. Of course. But uh, so I saw these and I looked them up and I was like, oh, I yeah, I think this is a good thing. So I paid five bucks a piece for them because nothing is $5. A hot dog is like $7. <laughs> Starting line. I paid 12 for mine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so these were four ninety nine and it said like goes for seven dollars. I'm like, who made this sticker? <laughs> so those um, speci- I did want to talk about those kind of it doesn't really apply. I, those figures specifically I think are outliers. Um they originally were sixty dollars. Uh, they were wow. sold by I think by Hasbro through a website, but they came with an NFT. And they oh, flopped okay. big time because nobody wanted the NFTs. But the figures are awesome NBA like articulated figures. These are like the figures. They're great. Yeah, people want these figures. Um, so the when the when the the experiment failed with the NFTs, I think Hasbro just dumped them, and uh, Marshalls or whoever it was bought them and started putting them in their stores. And now collectors are out there trying to find these. I do think if you hang on to those figures, they will be worth. You could buy them for like. Even like I'm buying them for 12 bucks. Um, I think I sold mine for like 25, but I think if you hold on to it, those figures will be like 40, 45 bucks down the line. Um, it's one of the rare like modern releases that I do think has potential to go up in price because I see Hasbro bringing back this line without the NFTs. And now, if you wanted Giannis or whoever else was in that line, um, the only way to get them is going to be to have the original figure that was in wave one that nobody bought. Yeah, I mean, and 
like you're saying, they're very cool figures. Like starting lineup, the old ones don't really have too much value. I mean, you no, can but, find some with value, but most of them that you find are not going to be worth anything. Uh, these are cool. They're in a cool box. New artwork, new everything. They're just very cool looking figures. I was very shocked to find them. Yep. And all three of them sold within 12 hours of listing wow. for 30 bucks a That's piece. That's great. Okay. See, I had uh, mindset for a little while. I'm telling you, the market on these things yeah. is already going up. I can tell. I did look. Uh, I went to a different Marshalls or TJ Maxx, whatever it was, and um, and they did not have any. So I was like, uh, it's over. The dream is dead. <laughs> uh next up i have a candle holder this the company on the back says terra sancta guild and then at the bottom it says israel so i believe they are made in israel um it's a cool little candle holder thing i think it's like the manger or nativity scene ish uh oh yeah picture on it um it's like a stained there's glass no thing. other i couldn't find any others like this on ebay that were currently listed unless they're named something besides candle holder i did find two listings that had sold and only two listings that had sold uh and they go for about 25 bucks one is the exact same one but it was brand new and it went for like 25 bucks the other one went for 30 bucks and it's pre-owned and it's a little bit different i just thought it was worth a shot for a dollar 99 um i thought maybe that would be a little worth a little bit more i did actually find some more info besides whatever this product is this same company makes candle holders that hold like four candles together it's like a larger circle that holds four candles and those things go for 40 50 bucks a piece and up Uh, so if you want to take a a search if you want to search terra sancta guild candle holder you'll see what i'm talking about they're just a little bit bigger and there seems to be more money in those this thing is small i mean it could fit in to the palm of your hand it's very small so dollar 99 hopefully you can do about 25 dollars at some point next up i have a, a couple toys which is a uh, new for me peewee uh small not you know not huge buys here but uh, one of them is a jazzwares pokemon clip and go bulbasaur this was new in box it goes for around 20 to 22 bucks free shipping so nothing crazy uh, the other one, same thing. It goes for about twenty-five to thirty bucks. Also paid two fifty dollars for it. Also brand new. It's a Transformers Buzzworthy bu- Bumblebee Heroic Maximal Dinobot. Uh, that's just from memory. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that's that's the name of it. But yeah, both of these have a uh, good amount of sold comps, and they're brand new in the packaging. They were two fifty a piece at my local thrift store. Oh, these are thrift store. Wow, I was I was gonna guess Marshalls yeah. again. Um, yeah i just yeah uh, anything in package look up at a goodwill or thrift store you know a lot of these smaller things like i'm trying not to buy stuff that doesn't meet my specific criteria i guess it's more so on the clothes than anything else but like if i'm at a store and i'm already buying something and i see something like this it's really hard for me to pass up like after fees and shipping this thing i'm gonna make 10 bucks a piece on each you know it's not like the greatest money in the world but it's like i know it's gonna sell pick it up i don't know i have a tough time not picking this stuff up so uh and next up i have a hallmark ornament this is from 2002 it is a family room 2002 keepsake ornament um it's in a yeah it's in a box it is not assembled it's kind of like a like those old like um they were like airplanes but they weren't paper they were like um like craft wood and you would like 
fold them and make i don't know if you know what i'm talking about well anyway it's not really an ornament it's kind of like something that you almost build like everything is flat and then you like put this stuff together to create this bigger ornament or whatever this particular box goes for about 30 dollars plus shipping so somewhere around 40 dollars. it's pretty big um i paid 6.99 for it uh everything seemed to be in there it looks brand new everything's in the original packaging nothing has been you know taken out to make the item it's all just like the parts that are supposed to be in it so i don't know we'll see We'll see if this is a a weird one. But that's what it looks like on the bottom right. Have you gotten this listed yet? No, not yet. Oh, that's... At this point, well, at this point, I think it's... Like, I feel the same way about Goodwill. My Goodwill keeps putting out Christmas trees. It's... Yeah. It's it's December 10th. People have their Christmas trees up, right? The... What are they going to do? They got a tree? (laughs) Throw it on the floor. (laughs) Somebody will give us six I, bucks. You should have put it. it out earlier, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I feel the same thing about the, this ornament. Like it's, I, I don't really think there's a rush. I don't know if it's going to sell already or not. Yeah, uh, I am about ninety listings away from reaching my goal for the year, which was a hundred a month. Are you going to so, hit it? I think so. You're going to do gonna ninety be listings in the next twenty days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I could do it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's what, four four a day, four or five a day? Sure. I'm good for it. Uh, last item I have for you this week was something I thought it was pretty cool. There was one listed for $31 plus shipping. No sold comps on it, but other sold comps of similar items um, are going for anywhere from 30 to $50. I think I'm going to probably put this a little bit lower since it has not sold yet. Uh, $25 plus shipping or something. We'll see. I don't know. But it's a Jurassic Park neon light lamp. Um, this is like... It's not like a bulb. It's not uh, fragile here. It's plastic. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, But it's pretty big. It looks like, like a neon sign. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you call it, though. It's like an LED sign, I guess. Okay. Like a faux neon sign. Like safe yeah. for a kid's room. Well, it's got the Jurassic Park logo on the bottom. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. It works. What year is and this? It was you know, a dollar ninety nine. I don't know. That's a good question. I bet it's old. Uh, but yeah. So I was actually a little surprised to see no sold comps for this thing, but I thought it was worth it. It's you know very thin. It's very light, um, and it worked, which was a good okay. thing. And for a dollar ninety nine, worth a shot. Did you test it in the store? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have too. I mean, I wouldn't have picked this thing up, but if I was considering picking this thing up, I would have tested it in the store. Well, let's see what you would pick up. Okay. You like that? I do. It's, it's, a little Christmas attitude coming at let's you. see. Here's, uh, would you pick this up? Like, no. for me, this is a layup. I would pick this up all day. I have no idea if you would pick this up or not. This is a bag um, on the bag wall at Goodwill. For $2, I picked up a bag of um, what looks to be like 25, 30 uh, Polly Pocket little micro figures. These figures are literally like a half inch big. Would you have bought these? I would have looked them up. Okay. Uh, especially for $1.99. There's like nothing at my stores that goes for $1.99 anymore. Even the bag in stuff? The, in the bags, wow. yeah. 3 dollars 4 and up. Yeah, this... Um, I'm, I'm, 
I, I couldn't wait. I, I mean, it's not vintage Polly Pocket. This is like 2020, 2018 Polly Pocket. Um, but still, the I mean, 20 to 30 figures for two bucks. You can't go wrong here. Um, I'm not familiar with Polly Pocket, even though you've brought it up on this podcast before. Oh, really? So, like, I would have seen this and I would have been like, I don't know what this is, but it's not something that I see every time I go. Okay, so or, you would have looked it up, yeah. Yeah, I would have looked it That's up. Fair. I would have uh, Googled it. I mean, it's similar to, you remember Mighty Max? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's the girl version of Mighty Max. Um, it's just... Okay, I think you said that last yeah, probably, time, Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm getting there, Pee-wee. So these, I don't, I haven't looked any of the, the, these up. I haven't done research on these. I don't know if any specific, like, figures in here are going to be worth more than the other ones. Some are different shapes. Like, this one is has a much bigger head and, like, features than than the what seems to be most of the other ones. So I kind of have to go here, through here and figure out exactly what I have. Um, but if they are the Polly Pocket from 2018 to 2020, um, a, a recently a random set of 10 of these sold for $30. So that puts them at about $3 a piece. And considering I have 20 to 30 of them for $2, I think I did just fine here. Yeah, that's great. Um as I was, this was a different day, but I was hanging out. I, most of these are going to be Goodwill, right? Everything during the winter is from Goodwill for me. Um, I was hanging out in the toy section, and uh, it was a, I'd just gotten there. So I hadn't gotten to the green bins, and one of the workers was bringing over a pile of stuff from the green bins, and it was a pile of WWE Kids Replica Championship belts. Um, these, I grabbed them all. They all looked interesting. Um, there was... This won't mean anything to like non wrestling fans, but like they had the United States title, the one that has like the the United States flag on it. It had the um, the cruiserweight title, the purple one. It had like different looking belts than ones that are just black and gold. You know what I mean? Um, and considering they were like WWE belts that didn't look like the normal black and gold ones, I figured okay, we might have something here. Um, the it turns out that's not the case. The most of the ones, even these these what I thought were rarer ones, United States Championship and the um, the Cruiserweight one, um, they didn't go for much. They went for like 15 bucks. But for whatever reason, the um, the old WCW World's Heavyweight t- uh, title, the I think this is called the Big Gold Belt, um, this one does go for about $35. Um, so And they had a two ninety nine sticker on it. It's literally just like a faux leather with like plastic plates on it that are painted to look like gold. Um but I think to a collector, if you display this in your collection with your wrestling stuff, it looks good enough and passable enough to be a replica of like the belt that they knew growing up. Um, so I think that's where the value comes from on this belt specifically. Um, again, paid $3 for it, and it goes for 30 plus. Uh, it's also arguably the best the belt, best belt. Yeah, in agreed. wrestling history. Yeah, both in yeah. looks and in history and everything. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, here is this was a weird one, um, plush kind of another window cling. I had those Ninja Turtle window clings a couple weeks ago. Um, did you know what this guy's from? This is a purple like purple. Is this Kino? It's, it's not Kino. I you, oh. I guess you could make an argument for Kino. This is a purple and white character with green hair. Has one shoe on. Um, I actually knew what this was when I saw. I didn't know his name. His name is Peanut. Um, but I I didn't know that. But I did know he was from. Uh, the Jeff Dunham act with the puppets. Oh, boy. For whatever reason, I, I recognize that. Um, you could sell this to our dear friend, producer Tony, for quite a chunk of oh, change. He's, he's a big Dunham fan? 
huge. Really? He used to go see him with his grandma. <laughs> and you know he's a huge puppets guy. Loves oh, he does puppets. love his, he does love some puppets. Is that where the yeah, puppet you love You could trade started? this for his car, I'm pretty Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, what really caught my eye on this after I, after I recognized what it was is you can't see it from your position there, but this tag on the side, this is from NECA, N-E-C-A. Um, NECA is a it's a better brand to look out for in terms of collectibles Um, they do like niche stuff like this like this is a window cling of a puppet from a guy's puppet act Um, the I paid the two dollars for this and it goes anywhere from like 20 25 shipped Um, not I mean not a killer by any means it's a newer item um, but still just an easy it's also very small this thing's like seven inches big Um, so real easy list Um, this next one I probably didn't have to grab. Uh, when I flipped it over, I, pr- I did probably didn't matter what it, what it was worth. I was going to grab it anyways. But the in terms of flipping, I probably didn't have to grab this. Um, this is a Jada Toys uh, Ripsaw Tank. It doesn't look like anything. It just looks like a tank toy, like an army toy. It's green and black. Um, it has like a bunch of wheels on the outside. When you start doing research on it, you realize that this thing is very much not complete. Um, you can see the value that I have down here. I paid $2 for it. It's only worth like $13 plus shipping. Um, when I picked it up, what made me research it, normally I just leave like any army toys alone, but it had so much heft to it. It was so heavy that I was like, okay, let me look into this. Um, it was like, it almost feels like die cast. So I picked it up, turned it over, saw that it said Jada Toys on the bottom. Um, it also said the word Ripsaw on it, which is the name of this vehicle. And then more importantly, it said Fast and Furious on it. <laughs> any fast apparently this is a vehicle from one of the movies but any fast and furious uh piece of merchandise i'm definitely going to look up um when i did look it up i realized this thing is very incomplete it's missing this is a tank it's missing it's missing vin diesel it's missing vin diesel right right yeah. um it's missing the rock it's missing john cena the but it's missing the tread for the tank and it's missing a gun that goes on top um, so I again, I probably could have left this, but because it was Fast and Furious, I, I, I definitely came home with me. I'm maybe going to clear close to twenty dollars shipped on this thing. Um, we'll see. Are we sure the driver didn't take off those things to like make the car lighter so he could race faster? Oh, I did. <laughs> I didn't consider that this was one of the racing vehicles. All right, yeah. I'll include that in my listing. It's, it's right. uh, road ready. I don't know how vehicles work. <laughs> street legal. Um, I just realized I haven't been talking into my microphone for 35 minutes. (laughs) Hopefully this turns out all right. Uh, This was uh, Tchotchke Isle, but it's three individual pieces. Um, They were like lotted together. Um, I do like these. These are little like inch and a half tall dragons that are very light green and they have like a little jewel in their stomach. Uh, Those, my friend, are those dragons that I had. What do you mean? What are these called? Uh, Hear no evil, see no evil... Speak no evil? Is that oh, what you're talking about? No, I thought these were like those dragon statues that I got, like precious dragons of Voldemort. Oh, I don't think that's something. what these are. Now, I did have a hard time looking this up. There was only one active listing, no, um, no sold listings on these. I can try to look those up after I figure out what the actual name of yours were. Um, you think it's the same thing? They look similar, but right. I'll uh, check it out. May- maybe not. The because now that I'm looking at this sold listing down here or this active listing, I don't think it's the same. I don't even think the ones that I that I pictured here are the same ones. Um, I'm shocked those aren't broken. Agreed, <laughs> totally agree. Um, I, I said this is Chachkal. I actually don't think it was. 
it may have been uh, the bag section, which might have protected them a little bit. Um, but yeah, all the pieces are there. The all the, the all three still have the gems in their stomach. This may just be like a name my price kind of thing, but still have to be like not like shoot for the moon like I normally do with with name my price. This is more like a twenty nine ninety nine item. Um, they were called whimsical world of pocket dragons. Okay, I will look that up later, or during your flip of the week. Um, all right, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll update you on those if I find out that they're if I can find any more research on them. Um, I made a whatnot purchase. The I bought. Whoa. <laughs> Me too. Really? A lot of them. <laughs> All right, but I bought mine with the intent of flipping. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought a Rolo printer. The I was on a um, yeah for I, like, I paid sixty five bucks for this thing. It started at a dollar, and this was um, unbelievable. A, <laughs> You would think, okay, so the guy, the story is the guy got a wireless printer. Um, the, I mean, really peek behind the curtain here. I had to um, alcohol wipe a signature off of the top of this thing. Okay. This is a semi-famous independent pro wrestler's uh, Rolo printer because he now got a wireless printer. He was just grabbing things from around his kitchen. This is the most carny thing I've ever heard in my life. You weren't there when he was selling. I think he sold toilet paper from inside his hotel room. I've seen him sell like an empty egg carton that's autographed. He's just grabbing whatever he can, putting his signature. The the So the signature he put on this one was his name. And then next to that, he wrote home used. Like this is his home used <laughs> printer. Um, so the it started at... so. You know what's crazy? It only narrows it down to two people to me. <laughs> like I can't even pick which one it would be. The I I um the one guy wouldn't buy two. He wouldn't buy a wireless one. Um he would just stick it out with the with the wired one. Okay. Um, the other guy has enough money. I mean, they both have enough money, but this guy, the one I got it from throws around money and has no problem buying like the one for I more convenience. Um but the so his audience isn't like flippers. It wasn't like he's his audience is people that are there to get like autographed figures from him and autographed mm. T-shirts from him or whatever. But then at the end of it, he's just like looking for more money. So he's like, what do I have? What do I have? I just bought a wireless <laughs> Rolo printer. Let me throw my autograph on this. So the, it was only me and one other guy bidding. Um, it's Like I said, he starts everything at a dollar. We just bid this thing up one dollar at a time, me and this other guy going back and forth till it finally landed at $65. He included the like Apple... Um, uh, what, what do you call this conversion cord? That's like another like fifteen dollars, and all the other cords were included. It had some labels included with it. Um, in total value on this thing, just the printer with the cords, it's going to be like one hundred and thirty bucks free shipping. So I at least doubled my money there. Um, insane, amazing. insane. The and then I saw that same guy on Monday, and he was complaining about his wireless printer to someone else. <laughs> and then I piped up and asked him if he wanted to buy this one back from me. Uh, okay. That's the best story I've heard in a long time. <laughs> uh, last pickup was a um, a Facebook uh, pickup. The uh, somebody, one of the groups that I'm in, had a bunch of figures that they wanted to get rid of. Um, originally, it was just a bunch of Thundercats figures that I was interested in, but then he had other figures and other listings that I asked if he wanted to. After a while, a couple days passed, he hadn't sold anything, so I lowballed him with an offer, and we met in the middle. And we so I got all of this for seventy dollars shipped. 
it is, I don't know how, seven plus, about 14 or 15 Thundercats figures and two Funko Pops that are Bill and Ted from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, one of my kids' favorite movies. I showed him that movie the uh, like uh, oh, two yeah. months ago, and he loved it. Um, he likes time travel and science more than he did the uh, the air guitar, but I'll take what I can get. Well, then my my suggestion of watching the movie Airheads, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cactus. The um, so I I broke this down. I like I said, I paid seventy dollars. I broke this down into like a couple groups. The majority of the Thundercats figures, I'm gonna have to lot up and like probably sell for like oh, well, I'll tell you the ones that I'm going to lot up like in much smaller groups and then just imagine the rest are going to get lotted up for the difference um, I'm going to lot up the Sith and the Monkeyan I think is how you pronounce it for about $20 there's a $20 uh, sold listing up for it um, these are in varying conditions some are in good shape with working action some have some are a little more beat up um, you can see this guy's right arm is a little bit loose um and these are two of the good guys. We've got Panthro and uh, Chitara. Panthro's got some wear on him. Even Chitara has some wear on him. Chitara was one of the rarer ones. Um, Panthro's pretty common, but Chitara, uh, the female, the orange and red one, um, that one is a little bit harder to find. So when I saw him post a lot and saw that that one was in there, that one caught my eye. Uh, Panthro, the gray guy, goes for about 12 bucks, And Chitara goes for about $20, $25. Um, the Bill and Ted... They they sell anywhere from like twenty dollars a piece to if you sell them together they're gonna be like thirty five almost forty dollars. Um, those I got I had him throw those in originally I had the um, the Thundercats for sixty five I just asked him if he'd throw in the Bill and Ted for an extra five dollars um, to get it to an even seventy and he he agreed to it so that was an easy pickup. The two more Thundercats that are worth it was uh, the Top Spinner. This guy spins around. These were like later release Thundercats. I remember these from my childhood, but like they uh, they're harder to come by because they were in the the, the later lines. Um, again, it's Top Spinner and Hammerhand. And then we have the really the biggest thing. I guess the kind of tied for third um is this dog this is mumra's dog if i had the chain it would be almost a hundred dollar figure there's a little chain that attaches to his collar uh even without the chain he goes for about fifty dollars shipped wow. um i don't know if i said the price the um on the spinner it's about uh top spinner is about twenty dollars and the hammerhead hammer hand maybe uh is about 25 bucks uh, but the big one there is the dog the dog is about fifty dollars so in total, I spent $70, and the value on everything is going to get me, um, once I sell everything, including all the leftovers that I didn't just talk about, just over $200 for the whole thing. That's You've been spending a lot of time on uh, Facebook and other yeah, other areas. Have you been using it more since garage sailing is over? Oh, no, no, no. Or? I just have free time. The, I'm not even on okay. these apps to try to like buy like i was on facebook just checking facebook and posting um it was uh, this lot was in a facebook group that normally doesn't even sell stuff um so i just oh, okay. lucked into that um the whatnot thing i wasn't even on whatnot to like try to buy stuff i was just on it to uh, had it on in the background um as i was as i was listing the uh the wrestlers and then he, then the guy throws up his Rolo printer. I'm like, okay, get, send it over my way. Um, and then TikTok, the TikTok I'll just throw on as I'm, uh, I'll just flip through it as I'm uh, watching like a Netflix show or something. Mr. Social Media. Yeah, I won't here. post anything, but I will absolutely uh, engage. All right, that's all I got for GST. 
That means it's time for the flipper bump of the week. This is either the favorite thing that we sold or maybe something that we completely messed up and we learned a lesson from. Uh, my flip of the week. Love it. My Sonic the Hedgehog Knuckles Varsity Jacket. I want a commission on this. No chance. <laughs> I still have to... Oh, I gave you the, the thing. <laughs> I gave you your stupid gorilla Donkey Kong, whatever All right, it was. fine. We're done. <laughs> We're not even. You owe me something for that. Uh, and by the way, the thing I wanted, you sold this week. So I, I oh, forgot to be? tell you. Right, hold on. You talk about this, and I'll try to guess what you uh, what you wanted. So uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Knuckles Varsity Button Up Jacket. This was a two XL. I got it a couple weeks ago uh, for nine ninety nine. I had it up for around one hundred and fifty dollars, something like that. Maybe one forty plus shipping. I got an offer for one twenty plus shipping, and I said absolutely perfect get this out of here and uh and i'm happy to see it go so quickly that was very uh, happy that it sold yeah at a nice price at a and very quickly and thank you for uh for maybe maybe convincing me to buy it you might have actually convinced me i I might have left it you had enough reasons before talking to me to to pick it up it's 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 sega it's It's niche it's a side character of a popular series but you know, I always have that doubt in the back of my mind. Sure. So I can convince myself anytime that something is worthless. The, I was listening to an old episode. The I'm looking at your custom label here. This is off topic, but did you, have you purposely switched your location to put yeah, it first yeah. now? Okay. We were yeah. talking about checking your or auditing your inventory, but the only way to do it uh, by going through your custom SKUs is by putting the location first and then price and then date. Okay, good. That's why, that's what I owe you commission. There, there you go. Was the item that sold the WCW plate? No, no, no. <laughs> what was it? It was the, uh, creatures from the black creature from the black lagoon. Like, Oh, the model from model. the sixties or whatever. Yeah. yeah that was great. It, it was like a dented box or something, but the bag inside was brand new. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good sale too. Those forty bucks plus shipping. What's your uh, yeah? Not as good as this sale. This uh, Mario and Luigi paper jam. This paper craft thing. This was great. I picked this up for a dollar fifty at a mom and pop thrift store. It's literally paper in a plastic bag that folds out into a Mario shape, and I sold it for eighty seven dollars free shipping. Um, This was kind of a name my own price. There was one other listed at. There was no solds. And there was one listed at like one oh five or something, so I just undercut that one by fourteen bucks, and uh, we sold it. I mean, it sold in like two or three weeks. Yeah, super quick. Yeah, I was very happy with that one. Awesome. Now it's time for well, well, well. What do we have here? This is when I pick something from Pee Wee's store. He picks something from mine, and we ask questions for you. I kind of remember this thing. I think I know the story, but I. Uh, whatever it's just a segment that i will ask any question uh this is a high street authentic 18 by 6 metal street sign was this a goodwill yeah pickup? it was it, it's that's I, how much you pay for this thing not much i mean a couple bucks i don't think it was i don't okay. remember exactly um but yeah that, it was in the aisle that you got the the mask and the uh like the tiki mask or whatever oh, maybe it, it was. was yeah the I'm, i was picturing it was green cart but now that you say that i think it was i i, I it was like that for me that's the same aisle as like the tchotchke aisle it's like the lower shelves of the tchotchke aisle uh-huh. but yeah i think it was on there um i've had this listed forever and i mean probably more than like seven months but i, I was very happy to see it go just given that 
I thought it was going to sell a lot quicker given its um, uh, given its content, but yeah, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. All right, don't cut me off. I'm going to do the segment this week. No, come on. I, no, I, and I seriously want an answer on this. We've talked about this at length. You just got it working again, and now it's listed with the Battlefield games. Why is your PS4 available for sale on your uh, on your eBay store? Listen, if anybody wants, I will autograph this thing, and I will send it your way. I will put home-owned or whatever. Home-used. Home-used. Never used. Uh, I can't. It's killing me. It's killing me slowly every day. It... It's like uh, it grabs a hold of you and just squeezes a little bit more of your life and your soul and your creative juices on a daily basis. And the past year, I have really uh, slipped in my creative endeavors. Wow, you're just clearing house to make sure that you can focus on nothing but but creativity? Yeah, I can't. If this is around, it's a problem for me. And so it's got to go. And this is the time where I say... I think I'm done with video games for good. Oh I've never said that oh before. Oh my! I've never said it before. I'm, I'm going to get uh, you a PS5 for Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to play it. Give me FIFA too. <laughs> and that's the show. You want to get a hold of this podcast? Email us. Flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at flipsandbumps. Most importantly, just listen. New episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube. Subscribe reviews scrotes all the good stuff i'm sasha he's peewee this is the flips and bumps podcast listen to dr doppler let me tell you a little about dr doppler (laughs) dr doppler has a 2019 album called flips and bumps whoa really oh yeah i have no clue who dr doppler is but i found him this week I, i said i gotta give it a listen i listened to it Loved it. Wow. It's like little like uh, lo-fi. I don't really know because it's not the type of music I listen to. It's just like cool like beats with like uh, sound clips over it. And I thought it was really, really good. Check out his 2019 album, Flips and Bumps, Dr. Doppler. Uh, if you know how to spell doctor, abbreviated. And if you know how to spell Doppler, that's how you look him up on Spotify. Love it. We'll see you guys next week. Flip that turkey. I wish they knew how to play that song at the end of this uh, at the end of this video. I know. All right, flip that turkey. <laughs>